And we are... Recording in progress. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recording with Mr. Justin Ballard on Wednesday, March 1st, 2023 at 2.34 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is episode 1119, and it's the first time I am plugging uh, Locals. Locals is, as far as I understand, it's like Rumble's version of Patreon. So mm. somebody, uh, the person at Locals the other day told me, they're like, you need to you need actually, like, plug it if you want it to work so guys if you want to support that podcast for like even as low as a dollar a month get exclusive content and all that good stuff um support it keep me independent from advertisers and uh not that there are any advertisers anyway as, as i've been banned from youtube and itunes and reddit and only recently reversed my ban on on twitter so keep the show going throw me a buck awesome. and uh thank you for sitting through that that is now going to be the intro is just me saying that every time so justin thank you for being my uh my guinea pig and uh but uh brother introduce yourself you've been on here two three times before yes it's number three so yeah it's uh it's exciting to be back (laughs) um can you maybe just talk about some of just for real quick for the new listeners kind of who you are and how you've gotten to this point yeah, yeah. So I'm a um, I'm a researcher. So I spent about 15 years in programming. Um, I have patents in optometry and television converting um, analog to digital. Um, so everybody kind of sees me as uh, Mr. Patterns. I, I see uh, patterns in everything. So if you have something broken in your system, um, I'm going to go in and, and and sort sort out the data and figure out what's what's broken in the code. Um, and so it's it's uh, probably because mainly I've I've had struggled with dyslexia, uh, and so I see things backwards. And just as the Torah was written backwards, <laughs> um, sometimes it's easier to get another perspective. And yeah. so um, I was really sick about ten years ago, and ended up in a wheelchair, um, and started to um, question the Western medicine, um, the the pills that they were putting me on. Um, I became a drug addict, um, and I was taking things that were really causing a lot of my health problems to be exasperated. Uh, so I traveled to Israel and different parts of the world and studied medicine and saw um, that uh, the United States is in some ways really far behind um, all the other countries, uh, including um, with what we do to grow agriculture and food and poison. Um, and so I wanted to first get myself healthy again. Um, and so I went on that journey. And then how do I share that with the rest of the world? And of course, on that journey, I discovered our water's poisoned, our air is poisoned, our radiation's poisoned. Um, I mean, pretty much this whole country is uh, the opposite of health. Um, and so instead of trying to fight it, um, instead, I want to be a light unto the world. And so how do I shine some, some light and some positivity um, and be an example for others to get healthy again? And so... Um, I've, uh, I've, I've accomplished that in many, many different ways. Um, and, um, and yeah, here to share that knowledge as we did in the past two podcasts. Beautiful. Thank you. And, um, I normally don't, uh, I normally don't respond to comments. I normally don't address them, but these ones were rather neutral. And it was, uh, last time you were kind of showing the, the EMF the, the detectors and stuff. And, uh, despite you holding them up, people are still saying, where's the link to it? And I, 
I don't understand why someone just didn't Google it in the same amount of time they they commented, how come you didn't put a link to it? It's because neither Justin nor myself make any money from it. But because I feel like those are relatively neutral comments and I have you here right now and I just remembered it, could you uh could you kind of walk me through the, the EMF stuff again? And I know that's not going to be the topic of the whole podcast because we did that last time. But for those people that were very interested last time, could you maybe just walk through that quickly and tell them where to get it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the same reason we wouldn't go to Chernobyl and hang out or Fukushima, um, radiation uh, can be deadly. Uh, it can shorten your lifespan. It can make you infertile. Um, it can cause all kinds of damage to the brain, <clears throat> especially our, our neuroplasticity, being able to um, have good memory and, and being cognitive. Um, we, I see people wearing those. Uh, I think I messaged that to you last time. Um, everybody's wearing those little Bluetooth yeah, earpods. And uh, if you look at AriesTech.com, so A-I-R-E-S-T-E-C-H.com, um, they have actual visuals and some incredible research um, behind the damage to your brain um, and your physiology um, from being around too much radiation. And so um, I have radiation protectors in my hat, hence why I wear my hat. I got um, grounding shoes, so when I walk, I'm grounded to the earth, which helps greatly with dispersing radiation. Um, I wear iodine on my arms, so I have uh, John 1-9 um, written on my arm, this arm, and then this arm, I have Psalms uh, chapter 37 written on that arm. And so I don't have any tattoos on my body, but every day um, I bathe myself in radiation because um, in the cities, there's 5G towers every like 150 yards. Um, and these 5G towers are putting on a massive amounts of, um, uh, of communication that is messing with our body's own communication. Um, about uh, 35 years of research with Dr. Uh, uh, Albert Fritz Pop, he showed that our body, every cell has a nucleus and it's, and it's emitting these ultra low um, light waves or bio photons is what they call it. Um, and so we can actually interfere with that communication in the body by being around too much radiation. And so if your, your cerebral cortex is sending communication to your cells, um, telling it to make healthy cells, and all of a sudden you have all this garbage in there, well, then it's not going to make healthy cells. Um, and that was proven in Germany. Um, they had 20,000 cancer patients, and they found that every one of those cancer patients had a dark spot in their brain that was miscommunicating to the organ that it needed to talk to. Hmm. Um, and so literally radiation can be linked to cancer. Um, and so AriesTech.com is a great way to start. Uh, another great way to start, and you're going to get a ton of haters from this one, um, is to look up a company called GreenWave. Um, and it's because there is dirty electricity coming through the outlets on the wall. And, um, and I've had countless people who have struggled with sleep, anxiety, um, and they put one of those green wave filters right next to their bed and um, lights out and they feel all this, uh, this peace um, that their body didn't realize it was being stressed. Imagine if I had like a magnifying glass yeah. on you and how uncomfortable it would be to have all this heat and, um, and your environment being uh, not... Uh, the way God created it to be um, and balanced in harmony. So we have to harmonize our environment because this body is an environmental creature. And so if I go throw you in Alaska, well, you're going to change. Um, you're going to start changing. Um, same if I threw you down in um, a hot tropical climate. I don't know if you know this or not, Tommy, but they found out that um, polar bears are actually grizzly bears. And so polar bears in Alaska 
their phenotype because they've been in that environment has changed. Um, and now the polar bears in uh, Alaska have gone down to mate with grizzly bears. And now they have a new type of bear called growlers, which is half grizzly, half uh, polar bear, um, <laughs> because they actually are the same bear. Um, they just have adapted to a different environment. You know, grizzly needs to be um, the color of the woods to sneak in. And, and of course, the polar bear needs to be white like snow so he can sneak up on a seal. Um, and it's just so cool how we adapt to our environment. Yeah, I actually I had on the co-founder of Greenpeace last week, as a matter of fact, and he, he was actually talking about polar bears and grizzly bears. Yeah, yeah, wild. Um, wow, oh, cool, awesome. Yeah. I haven't yet been able to keep up. I've been super busy, but um, that's amazing that, yeah, it's just I love little facts like that because it's, you know, Jesus taught in illustrations, and it's so important um, that we use illustrations so people can understand. I see all of these doctors that are using words that are uh, literally um, <laughs> longer than um, than most people's pages. And how are we supposed to understand that? Um, you know, how are we supposed to really like take this knowledge in and disperse it to the rest of the world if they don't even understand what that world what that word means? Hmm. Um, but if you use an illustration, it's much easier to uh, to comprehend. Hmm. Um, and could you, and this is for me, could you maybe explain, as you know, you've been on here before, so you know, the shows have no direction or, or, or agenda. Um, could you explain to me again, we were talking last time about, I don't remember exactly what it was, but like around property, you can like put pieces of, of, of metal or something and it, it like aligns, I'm butchering it. Do you remember what you're talking about? It's yeah. Yeah, so uh, you're, you're probably talking about Dr. Hartman's work. Um, and so there's what they call dowsing rods. Mm -hmm. And so um, so you can actually go in and detect basically holding on to these two rods like an antenna. Um, same with my EMF meters. I can walk close to um, where there's a huge surge in, in um, uh, EMF or electromagnetic radiation. Um, and you'll see that, that meter move. And so we can also do that old school with, uh, with copper wires. And so there's a gentleman from my church, uh, he's in his 80s, and um, he has an incredible background with the military and agriculture. And um, and so he came over to my office and he was like, wow, something feels off here. He's very sensitive. Um, and so he got out his dowsing rods and he's moving back and forth into each room. And these, these rods are literally flipping backwards. And uh, so he explained that there's dirty energy that can come as deep as 300, um, I believe, meters or feet uh, below the, the, the ground. Um, and this dirty energy comes up like a vortex. And a good way, an example of that would be like the pyramids creating vortexes, which um, shape the Euphrates River. Um, if you go to Sedona, uh, everybody vacations in Sedona because they have super powerful vortexes that, that people feel that actually have healing abilities. Um, same with water. Um, your body has to um, spin the water a certain way to be able to absorb it. And so everything has to be in the spiral and this movement. Um, and so when he came in, he was like, oh my goodness, all of these, uh, uh, all of these imbalances in your, uh, your office's uh, um, floor were coming up and affecting us and, and especially our, our, uh, our nervous system. And so he, Dr. Hartman discovered that a lot of people in Germany uh, would live in the same house. So the they're literally the son uh, sleeping in the same bed that his grandfather slept in and his great-grandfather slept in and his great-great-grandfather slept in. And he realized there was dirty energy coming up and that particular energy was causing damage to, their, let's say, their prostate or their kidneys or their bladder. And so everybody in that family was dying 
from the same diagnosis. And so it was like, oh, grandfather died from that. Oh, great grandfather died from that. Um, and so he went in and he used these dowsing rods and he found that there was dirty energy literally coming up where they were staying in the same house. And that's why this family has been struck in with this particular disease throughout, throughout five, 600 years. Um, and so the way that you fix it is it has to be an exact science. And so we know the Greeks, they created these, uh, these statues and they had the, what they call the phi ratio. Um, so God created things with exact science, like the way that the earth has and the gravitational field and the stars. Um, there has to be an exact science to this. Um, and so he creates these stakes and they have to be an exact measurement of each other. Um, it has to be perfect. And once he cuts all of these stakes, he puts them around the perimeter and you can go up to about two acres. That's about the biggest um, field that you can create. And when he puts these stakes in the ground around my house, he's done it at my office. He's done it at my old office and all my friends that have been dealing with health issues. He goes over it and puts these stakes around their house. And sure enough, those dowsing rods that you're holding onto, they stay straight as an arrow. I've never seen it not work. And um, I've been observing this for about uh, almost six years now. Um, and it's blown my mind. Um, and you can see the animals react to it. So animals are very, very sensitive to energy. So if you have a cat or a dog, when he does those dowsing rods, wherever there's a calm spot in the house, that's where always you'll see the cats. <laughs> that's where <laughs> always you see the dogs go. Um, and so after he puts those stakes in, then the animals don't have that favorite spot anymore um, because the whole house now is balanced. Um, and that's a really cool sign is to use the animals as a telltale sign. Hey, this is where the good energy is at. <laughs> like the Aborigines, right? They follow the, uh, they follow the, the animals to find the water. <laughs> um, so we need to use the animals to help us also detect uh, if there's something wrong in our house. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're just basically, it's called Hartman lines. Dr. Hartman is H-A-R-T-M-A-N-N, I believe. Um, and, uh, then the, the, imbalance in the, the wall outlets where there's dirty energy coming through. Those are called lily waves. Um, and these were just named after men that mm -hmm. discovered um, these frequencies that were making us sick. And it's time that we stop getting sick and we get healthy. <laughs> That's wild. It, it kind of makes you, and I'm sure we'll get some haters from this, but I don't care. I love keeping an open mind. Mm -hmm. As Frank Zappa said, a mind is like a parachute. It only works if it's open. Uh, yep. Yeah, so that's what I that's how I try to go about it. And yeah, sometimes it, you look like a fool, but it makes me. I've always tried to almost like a challenge, like an extra credit question, where it's like the professor gives you a real difficult question that they're not going to put on the test because it's it's way too you know that's asking way too much. But it's like let's see how well you know the information, like a particularly hard organic chemistry question. And if you don't know it, it's fine because it's extra credit. But they really they're like really really kind of sit on it see if you can get it it's just, it's kind of fun so with that that that's how i kind of look at um astrology is mm. i'm like how can i as someone that i'm not i don't particularly subscribe to it i don't really care i'm not for or against i just don't care i've always like an extra credit question like how could i if i really had to stretch an explanation for why it might have a scientific basis and i've thought like maybe there is something to the location of other gravitation i mean we know the moon pulls on the tides and i think duncan trussell said years and years ago 
how do we not know that the moon doesn't pull on like the fluids in your head and pulls neurotransmitters? Maybe that's why weird things happen on a full moon. I wonder if there is like some gravitational waveform that if you are born in this period when your brain is still developing and you're in the womb and Venus is over here and Pluto's over there, if it pulls on a tissue one way or something and then over millennia as more as people are born in all these different locations, those slightly different brain forms are are correspond to like the characteristics of like oh you're such a whatever i don't even you're a leo and it's like and we could diagnose it as like oh it's this part of the brain like whatever if someone's like a a very sexual person or if someone's very silent or maybe you could reverse engineer it i don't know and i don't necessarily believe anything i'm saying but in the in the spirit of keeping an open mind i wonder if there is something like that with what you're talking about the, the, the lily waves and the, the Hartman lines and like how do we not know how do mm-hmm. we not know that there is and I have no idea I'm not I'm not subscribing to this but your thoughts on that no right or wrong answer yeah yeah so I'm um and that's actually what I wanted to share with you I've been perfect uh, I've, for, yeah yeah it's it's wild about um about 10 years ago, I really, uh, I really got into researching Jesus. Did he even exist? Is he real? Um, and, uh, and kind of went on this path of, uh, uh, trying to prove him wrong, trying to prove the Bible wrong. And instead I got the opposite reaction. It's complete truth. Um, and there's uh, there's even a movie called the case for Christ. There's a guy named McDowell and he, he tried to, to put it as a court of law. So if you were to take the Bible and prove that it's false in a court of law, um, to, and he wrote a bunch of books off of it that were just mind blowing. And so I'm starting to dive into that all right now. Um, and so as I look at to the the stars, and uh, as I'm researching it, I don't want to get sucked into the astrology as in um, predicting things. Um, you know, being able to to say, oh my goodness, this is uh, you you have some dark energy yeah. or yeah, everything God created is good. Yeah. Um, and so if you look at it from from that standpoint, it's God's creation. And you're not trying to control someone's life. You don't have idolatry or you're not worshiping the stars, um, but you're using the stars to try to understand um, our physiology and how things grow. When I was a kid, um, Farmer's Almanac, that was Game Busters. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the farmers were like, boom, on this day, you got to plant. You got to plant and, or your whole crop's messed. Yeah. Yeah. And crazy stuff, too. Like there was one day in the middle of the summer. And it was like, there's going to be snow on this day. And boom, there was snow on yeah. that day. You're yeah. like, is this like some magic book? Yeah. Um, and But instead, it really is um, showing us that everything's on a cycle. Native Americans, I grew up on a Native American reservation, and um, they use these planets and stars to also navigate when it's time to move, when it's time to, um, you know, pr- prepare. Um, and so the moonlight actually has a huge impact um, on our physiology, on our uh, on the potential hydrogen. We know the sun is hydrogen, and that is one of the main components of what the body's made up of. There's four pillars to be uh, to start with health, nitrogen, oxygen, hydrogen, and carbon. And those are our four base pillars. If we want to be healthy, we got to focus on all of that. So, of course, we got to eat good food, make sure our carbon's good. We got to get lots of sunlight, make sure we get the hydrogen. Um, we got to make sure we have good circulation with the nitric oxide. Um, and then, of course, 
uh, the oxygen we got to breathe. And we know everybody's finally getting into Wim Hof and ice water therapy and, and, and really like starting to understand the physiology. Andrew Huberman from mm-hmm. Stanford, um, he blew my mind. I'm now going eight weeks without coffee. Um, and it's because oh, wow. I really, um, I really want to be um, the best version of myself I can be. I don't really feel there's much time in this world left, um, especially the way that it is now. Um, and so this is our big opportunity to show God what we're made of. Um, we are souls that are in this vehicle. Yeah. Uh, we're an embodied soul. And so we as a soul, there's no sickness, there's no death, uh, there's no suffering. But in this body, uh, we now have a chance to actually show God that even in my suffering, even in my challenges, I'm going to rise above it. I'm yeah. actually going to show you what I'm made of. And I think that's such an awesome um, uh, gift that we all have. Uh, but they have proven the the moonlight not only affects the oceans, but it affects the way um, plants grow. Um, it has a huge effect on the physiology of uh, parasites. And so uh, all day long, I'm looking at blood underneath the microscope. Uh, I'm seeing worms crawling around inside of your red blood cells. And, um, and when that full moon hits, those worms wake up. Um, that's when they reproduce. That's when they have sex. That's when um, that's when they, they send all kinds of chemicals to your brain um, to also tell you to be sexually active as well. We see a lot of people struggle. Um, my One of my dear friends is a paramedic at Disneyland. Every full moon, he's like, it's nuts. Just they even wild. have it on their calendars. Like when it's a full moon, hotels get trashed. Crime rates go up. The ER is full. Um, really? And it's because all these people are walking around and they're super toxic. Um, they're loaded with parasites. They're loaded with candida and fungal infections. And those are all fighting for your brain space. They're all trying to control your thoughts. They kind of control your sexual desires, masturbation. Um, they're trying to control your diet. They want you to, to literally pass out in coma from eating a cheesecake yeah. and, um, and, and uh, providing the perfect environment for them to thrive. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it destroys us. Um, and the reason God created parasites um, are because they're there to clean up the death and decay. Um, so they're not our enemies. They're our greatest teacher, same as mosquitoes. Um, you know, if we are healthy and we're absorbing minerals and nutrition and we are balanced, mosquitoes won't touch you. Um, but if you're toxic, then mosquitoes are going to feast on you. And they're also going to bite you where you're weakest in your magnetic field. Your heart has enough electrical atoms to power 20 million homes. That's how powerful and wonderfully we're made. And so I think that's why there's a lot of kickback from people. They're like, well, I've never uh, worried about my diet before and I'm healthy and I've never worried about radiation before and I'm healthy. Well, our body is massively powerful. Um, And so it's not a it's not a matter of like if you have to protect yourself from radiation or food to be what they consider healthy. The goal is, is to be the best version of yourself you can be. So if you have enough electrical atoms in your heart to power 20 million homes and you're draining all that power all day long because you're around toxic food, you're around toxic air, you're around toxic radiation, toxic people, toxic thoughts, um, unhealthy habits like drinking coffee and alcohol and, and masturbation and, and all the things that were listed as sin, well, then you're... Um, your, your life isn't going to be as fulfilling, um, as it is walking in the path of Jesus, walking clean, um, and being, you know, kind and honest and, and, um, and really focusing on, um, being the best version of yourself you can be. Uh, you're each, every, every one of us has a gift and it's written in the Bible. We have 
certain gifts. Some of us have the gift of uh, hospitality. Some of us have the gift of teaching. Um, and so the goal is, is to figure out your gift and then make, make the world a better place through your gift, right? Uh, for the, uh, I, I'm, I found out I was Jewish, so it's very interesting looking through Jewish you know, history, and I've been studying the Torah. Um, uh, but the, the thing that I, I, I pick up from the rabbis is they always say, um, make the world better, uh, a better place than when you found it. Um, and I think that that applies in almost all things in life. Like when I go camping and I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's trash around the camping site. Clean up the trash. It only yeah. takes an hour. right? Yeah. <laughs> and then when you leave, don't leave trash, like leave it better than when you found it. Um, and I think that's a huge calling right now to the world um, that the world right now is trashed. Um, and it's our mission to use figure out our gift and use it to make the world a better place. Um, uh, so hopefully that wasn't too big of a, no, uh, of beautiful. a, a answer. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, when it comes to this, the stars and the planets, um, I have been using them to see that the story of, of Jesus Christ is literally written throughout the stars. It's written in the planets. And the Bible even used the stars to guide the three wise men to Jesus. And there's been a huge mystery that is thousands of years old. Um, and that goes back with um, the, the Torah and the, describing the ephod. And so the ephod, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a, it's a breastplate um, that the high priest would wear. And so it weighed about 65 pounds. So it was made up of 1,700 shekels of gold. Um, it had special stones on the straps. It had all these layers of fabric. Um, and then in the middle of the breastplate was 12 stones, one for each tribe. And so there was considered 12 sons or the 12 tribes. And I believe each one of the sons, and I've read this, um, I've been reading books from the 1800s, and I just finished reading a book um, from Harvard from 1917 that referenced all these books from the 1800s um, called The Ark in the Ephod. And they actually said some pretty terrible things. They said Moses actually stole um, the tablets from from Yahweh <laughs> and forced Yahweh to like follow the Israelites. I was like, wow, this is what Harvard teaches that that God was uh, was weak and literally Moses ripped it right out of his hands. And I was like, I can't believe I'm reading this in the textbooks. Um, but that being said, there was also a lot of incredible research um, on the stones, incredible research on the ephod, what it does, and it's been listed as a as a tool. So, uh, for example, when Jonah, uh, you know the story of Jonah, Jonah and the well. The well yeah. um, so when Jonah was thrown into um, the, uh, the, the sea, um, it was after they consulted. And so they had a thing called casting lots. Um, and there's some pretty awesome, um, uh, it's been brought up in different movies and different ways of de depicting it. But you basically take these stones and you throw them up and they're called an iconic stones. And they fall down and they basically just tell you yes or no. So okay. you ask a yeah, question. Yeah. And so you say, okay, uh, is Jonah pissing off God? Oh, yes, he is. And then they ask everybody else. It comes up with no. And then they asked again. And then they asked again. And they're like, okay, well, <laughs> we're all going to die because of you. So we got to throw you overboard. Um, and of course, that was, uh, that was God's direction. They also casted lots when Jesus was on the cross. Um, and the ephod is another tool to getting answers from God. Um, but the thing I noticed as I was reading the Torah, every Monday, um, I study the Torah, uh, which is the, uh, uh, the first five books of the Bible. And as, I've, I'm, as I'm reading them, um, I'm reading these really old translations 
um, and it doesn't resonate with me. Um, I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a pattern guy. I I, I fix broken code, um, and so as I'm reading this, uh, I realize that they have not translated the stones and the crystals the right way, um, and so I started to really dig deep, and so I went into the Book of Revelations, and in the Book of Revelations, um, the Apostle John writes about the New Jerusalem, and there's 12 stones in the New Jerusalem. So the 12 stones in Revelations are different than the 12 stones written in Exodus, which is the beginning of the Bible. And so as I'm going into the, the research, I start to look at, okay, well, what do these stones look like under a microscope? And that is where everything changes. Um, and so there's about 26 stones that are considered gemstones. And out of those 20, uh, I'm sorry, 28, out of those 28, 16 of them are what they call anisotropic. And so anisotropic means that when you send cross-polarized light into these stones, so for example, light right now is bouncing all over my mm -hmm. room. You can see light is bouncing off my cross, off of my windows. And so light is kind of all over the place. So cross-polarized light is filtering the light out. So you have polarized and yeah. then you have cross-polarized. And as that light is filtered out, you have a straight beam. And that is what they call pure light. And so when you have pure light and it hits a diamond, a ruby, a garnet, the stone turns black. The light is literally uh, dissipates. But if the stone is anisotropic, so diamonds are isotropic, if it's anisotropic, then when the light hits the stones, it creates a rainbow effect. And it is beautiful. So under a microscope, these are the stones and the, these particular stones out of um, Revelations, they all have this rainbow effect, which okay. is, looks really, really awesome. And so um, so I've been going through and you can kind of see some of my notes. <laughs> I've been writing down all the tribes and trying to figure out, first off, nobody knows the order of the stones and nobody knows what they were really used for. So as I'm researching this, um, this Harvard data, um, I'm, I come across several pastors and several scientists that have wrote that the ephod um, is what they call the first lie detector. And I was like, well, we already have lie detectors. Well, the lie detectors that we have nowadays, they're looking at your, your heart rate, they're, they're recording your breathing. And if you're a sociopath, then you can totally fool a lie detector because yeah. sociopaths, yeah. they don't have those feelings. Yeah. And look at who's running our government. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can put all those guys on a lie detector and guess what? They're gonna come they're back good. saying true. But there was a, an amazing Dr. Daniel, and he started to wonder, if you lie, does it come from a different part of your brain? And so, um, so they started to wire up people, and they're literally doing these brain scans, and they're having people tell the truth, and then they're also having people lie. And you see all of this, this activity in your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala um, that literally shows that um, that when you're lying, your brain is sending out a completely different frequency than when you're telling the truth. Okay. Um, and I thought that was mind blowing. So your nucleuses are sending these ultra low biophotons that are actually pure light or truth. And if you're lying, then you're not going to get that. Um, and I thought that was profound. So these high priests were pretty much like the judges. People would come up and say, hey, God told me that um, you're supposed to give me 500 cattle and you give me a promotion. 
and the, the priest would look down and the stones would literally have zero reaction. You would get nothing from them. But if that person got an actual message, uh, in Job chapter 33, it says God speaks to you in visions and dreams. And so if this is, if you're holding on to a pearl of truth and, and that is really resonating as truth, then when you speak, then your light coming out of you, okay. which is pick- aura okay. chakra. Yeah, I'm picking up on you now. All right. There you go. So this priest who's wearing this breastplate, which looks like uh, like something out of Star Trek, yeah. um, uh, when it hits these stones, then these stones are going to have what they call a rainbow effect. Oh. Um, and and we, we've now been able to prove that under a microscope through sending cross-polarized light into the stones, which we also, we emit light. We're electromagnetic creatures, but we also emit an aura. Um, and now, uh, of course, you're probably going to get a lot of flack on that too, but I, I encourage people to look up um, what a bat sees when a bat sees a human, right? What a, what a bee sees when he sees you. Bee see ultraviolet. They're seeing crazy stuff happening. Um, that's how they know what flowers to pollinate. We, we don't know. Yeah. We don't have that. These eyes, they're not equipped yeah. um, to see those frequencies, but um, they are in nature. And so these stones have each one has a unique alkaloid. Um, in them that responds to light. And so the light of truth that comes from us can literally, sh- these stones are going to have a reaction. And so I had to um, basically about pull out my hair, trying to figure out how to build this this ancient supercomputer because it's like the, the first lie detector that has been given to God. He gave it to Moses um, and he taught him how to build it. And um, I had to go back into um, the 12 tribes and I was able to find the order by the stars. And so we have, um, as, as, as we see in the zodiac, there's 12 zodiac signs. And as you know, people say, well, Tommy, what's your birthstone? So do you know what your birthstone is? No idea. No idea. Okay. But you've heard of the term. Everybody. I've been told what mine is before. I, I, I don't recall what it is. Okay, got it. So yeah, yeah, I um, it's it's this is all pretty uh, odd for me too because I'm again not into astrolo- astrology when it comes to um, to predicting the future or 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 those course of events. But there are um, some really incredible um, orders to it. And when you look at the birthstones, the birthstones also give us colors um, to and patterns to follow. And so everything has uh, has an order to it. Um, and so when I follow the um, all of the stones in Revelations and I put them in the order of the astrological signs, then I actually have them match up um, with the tribes of, um, of Israel, um, which is so cool. <laughs> now, another thing that blew my mind was Dr. David Card's work. And he did he was a, a doctor and he looked at everybody that was born under their sign. And so, uh, so everybody that was born as an Aquarius um, usually had a certain deficiency of one of the 12 salts. So we're made up of 12 homeopathic salts, which unfortunately, um, as of December of 2022, um, they are now going to be illegal in the United States, which is such a bummer because the School of Homeopathy was one of the um, uh, one of the pillars of this country's medicine. Um, but it, it it's apparently has become a big threat and uh, they're, they started to... Um, they started to pass legislation very quietly in December to get rid of it. So 
Uh, unfortunately, by the end of this year, we may not see homeopathy at all in the United States anymore, um, which is one of um, it's one it's a huge tool at saving lives. Um, but each one of these salts has a specific number on it, um, and there's 12 of them. And so, for example, if you're a Pisces, um, Pisces is salt number four, and that is the salt of Ferrumphos. So Ferrumphos is our relationship to having iron. So if I was Popeye um, and I would eat all that spinach, I would get raw, I'd get pumped up. Well, unfortunately, spinach is not a good source of iron, um, but it was a great, great for the cartoon. Yeah. Um, and so we, if we are deficient in iron, then what happens is you're going to notice your eyes are going to get black circles around them. And you see that a lot with people like from India, um, they, they don't eat meat. Um, so a lot of these people that are vegetarian, um, they suffer from iron absorption. And when you have lack of iron, then your eyes sink in and you get these dark circles around your eyes. Um, and so what I'll do is I'll give someone a bottle of Ferrumphos. They'll take this salt um, every day. And then before you know it, the black circles are gone from their eyes. Their eyes look clear and healthy again. Um, and that's because they needed the Pisces salt, which is cell salt number four. And so Dr. David Card um, he photographed all of these people and he actually wrote books on it that are incredible where you can actually see the pictures of everybody's face that's a Pisces and everybody's face that's uh, like a like Trump is a Gemini um, or everybody's face that is a Leo. Um, and he was able to correlate through the deficiencies of the salt that they need most based off their birthday um, where where it actually shows up on the body. And so you'll see people that have um uh, low levels of magnesium and you'll see these red spider veins all coming over other people that have red on their skin um, and it's all because your body's telling you that you're deficient in something mm. um, and he was able to prove that your birthday determines which salt you need the most um, which i found fascinating so if you want to be um, a, a better level of health then his book could really help you and it shows what this how the salt reacts with your 12 systems and what system becomes weakest if it doesn't have enough of that salt, um, which again, find mind blowing. And I've applied it in my life. Um, I've worked with over a thousand people in the past eight years. Um, and so uh, I've been able to answer a lot of questions. Um, you know, people can talk all day long, but when you actually um, put it to use and you see the results, it's, it's really cool. <laughs> so, um, so I have the 12 salts uh, literally sitting um, sitting on my desk and I've been stockpiling it because I'm afraid it may disappear very soon. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, it is our makeup um, of this vehicle. Again, we are a soul that is in a body. And so this body is your vehicle. So if you're driving a car, um, you, want, you want the right fuel for your car, uh, you want the, you want good oil, you want good filters, you want good spark plugs, um, you know, because you want your vehicle to be the best vehicle it can be. And so we have to truly understand um, all of the needs of this body. And this body is so much more complex than a car. There's a hundred trillion cells inside of us. That would take you 310,000 years sitting there nonstop counting to count every cell in your body. Um, it's mind blowing. Um, but if we start with the basics, which is the four pillars, then there's the 12 salts, um, then, then our, our physical health, we can provide everything that the body needs. And then of course, work off from there and that, that it even just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, but, uh, that being said, um, the research that I've been coming across, um, is very timely because right now, um, in Jerusalem, there's the red heifers. And so the red heifers 
are used to purify this body um, so that we that we can worship God. And they, they call this the, the bringing back the temple. Um, and so the temple was has been destroyed for a long time. And Moses, uh, when he um, when he was talking with God, he had to clean himself. And so he made the mistake of, well, I don't want to say mistake, but he touched his sister who was dead. Um, and when you touch a dead body, um, you're not clean anymore. And you can't be in God's presence unless you're clean. Um, and so Moses, they had to kill a red heifer, which a red heifer had to be completely perfect. They had to burn it down into ash and they had to wash themselves with the ash to wash these frequencies of death off of you. Um, you can't be in God's presence with it. Um, and so they washed him clean. And um, in the uh, the Jewish faith, uh, in Judaism, they say there will be 10 red heifers before um, basically the, the end or the Messiah or this big change that we're looking at. And right now in history, there's only been nine recorded. So we're at number 10, which is right now. And uh, they found five red heifers in the United States that were perfect. They've not had any vaccinations. They haven't had the uh, the piercing in their ears. Uh, most of the time when a, a cow's born, they, they give it a brand and then they pierce the ear. And so these cows have no blemishes at all. Um, and I just found out that um, they have been recreating all of the temple instruments. Um, and that is why I've been so excited about this, because um, the Torah uh, doesn't is translating um, as I go back into the old languages, it's translating the crystals um, it, with different names. Um, and as I'm realizing that those names that they're using wasn't actually what they meant. Um, so like carbuncle, for example, which is an exodus, um, that actually just means a red stone. And so if you look under a microscope, you can see which stones have the rainbow effect and which ones turn black. And so they're using several stones that are not, um, that are not creating this cross polarization effect. And that also blows my mind because the apostle John knew nothing about cross polarization. Cross polarization didn't even exist um, until the 70s um, and when we started to even discover the way light worked. So literally, um, God was giving him thousands of year old advanced data <laughs> um, that he was working with that we can actually now prove under a microscope. Um, and so as I've been translating, I now have the 12 stones used for um, that are supposed to be the correct translations for Exodus. Um, so I'm working with reaching out to the, uh, the Jewish Institute um, in Israel and going to send them this updated list of stones um, so they can make the ephod correctly um, because it is it's a tool. It's not just a symbol or a sign of respect, but it's actually mentioned as a tool um, that is used. And it is the first uh, lie detector um, of all uh, of all time, <laughs> a real lie detector, not the ones that you see at the police station. <laughs> well, you said about um, no one knows the order of the uh, of the stones. What did you mean by that? So when it's mentioning the stones, it doesn't actually give an order of how to place the stones in the ephod. Um, which is very important. Like I, I, my background is I built hundreds of computers. And so everything has to be done in a certain order and everything has to be done in a certain array. Um, I created a three and a half hour PowerPoint presentation that there's nothing new under the sun. If you look at the Temple of Solomon, the way that they laid out the capacitors, the amplifiers, the resistors, um, the way that the energy flows, it is the exact same way that a computer motherboard flows. Um, and so your phone, your computer, um, even Apple iWatches, all of them are based off this little, this principle. 
Um, and so there is really nothing new under the sun. They've just found ways to shrink the temple from <laughs> a giant place down to a little, uh, little pea. Um, or nowadays, actually, um, smaller than our uh, that they can fit inside of our our, our body at a cellular level, um, which is another crazy thing to see. Um, but yeah, there is really new uh, nothing new under the sun, which is so cool. In the temple, we are the processor chip. So the most holy, when he goes in um, to basically it's like AOL, you're dialing up into heaven. So as they <laughs> light the smoke and as they sing and and, and as uh, the temple was created. Um, by priests, not by workers. So it wasn't it had very high vibration to it. So as they created this electromagnetic field and that uh, the high priest walked in, well, he's he just connected to um, to to heaven. Um, and so to connect to heaven, you have to be clean as a whistle. So um, those high priests didn't sleep with prostitutes. In fact, they would stay awake through the night so they wouldn't have a wet dream and accidentally ejaculate in their sleep, which would make them unclean. So they would literally stay awake um, because they would not want to risk because they would die. I mean, there's that much electric current that's flowing through their body that they would explode. Um, so as they purify themselves and they went in um, to, to commune and talk to God and hear what God had for direction for them, um, they had to be super clean. Uh, there's a lot of debate. Um, and I, I hear it. I've heard it from both sides where they would actually tie a rope to their leg um, because once they went into that most holy spot, if they drop dead, the, nobody can, fe can fetch the body because you would die just walking in there. Um, mm -hmm. So they would have to pull the body out by through this rope tied around their leg. Um, that part I'm not sure is true or not. I've written, I've read it in both ways in many different sources, um, and so that were, that part I I'm waiting to talk to Jesus on. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like God, but it's it's kind of a moot point at this. Um, I, I just really want to focus on that we are now in a day and age where we have microscopes, um, where we have uh, computers, artificial intelligence. Um, we have, uh, it's like the Tower of Babel. Um, the entire world now is plugged in to each other. Um, we can talk to people in any language, in any country, um, and, and, and get answers to our old questions. And so there's this giant puzzle piece um, that has been missing for a long time um, and with the Bible. And that's really being able to um, to see it at a molecular level. And now we can see it. Um, now we're finally getting to this place where um, where we can see what's truth and what has been um, what has been put in or manipulated into an illusion. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about this so much because um, this means that freedom for the world. Um, you know, Jesus says we suffer from lack of knowledge. Uh, the Bible also uses the word mysteries. There's all these mysteries. And what is a mystery? It's something to to solve, right? The, there's that TV show Unsolved Mysteries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so our goal is is to to um, to get this puzzle and figure it out um, so that we can be free. Uh, right now we're in the whole world is in bondage. The whole world is, uh, as the Bible says, that evil will be considered good and good will be considered evil. Um, and so we are God has given us all the tools now. Um, to earn our freedom. Uh, it's amazing that God is coming for us and he loves us, but also um, just like King David, uh, God said, hey, <laughs> go out there and I will be with you, but you got to show up to the battle. Yeah. You got to fight. Um, and so right now I'm fighting with my microscope and I'm fighting with <laughs> um, using my mind and doing my research because um, imagine if everybody's putting all of these resources and all this work into these projects, um, but they're off the mark, right? Uh, if, if you uh, if you were literally sitting there as an archer trying to shoot a target, 
um, you want to make sure that you're on target before you release that arrow, yeah. especially if it's the only arrow that you have. Yeah. Um, and so we really want to make sure that we're on target. And the word sin um, is an archery term. Um, sin means um, being off target. And so the distance between you hitting the bullseye and where your arrow actually land, that's called sin. Um, and so when we're sinning, um, then we're missing our mark. We're missing being on, on point, on target. And that requires a massive amount of self-discipline. Um, that means we have to um, put our fleshly desires um, out of the way and control our flesh so that we can be on target for God and what God has in store for us. Uh, and that is no easy task. No. Um, so I'm uh, I'm really working on trying to get people to breathe more and meditate and find that when you meditate and when you do the Wim Hof and when you get out in nature, um, it, nothing compares to it. Not even the most exciting movie you could watch, not even the greatest meal you could eat, not even the greatest drugs that, that you can do, or even the, the greatest sexual encounters that you can have that can compare um, to these moments that are, that are, the way God designed us to be. Um, and But yeah, it's a tough battle. People are addicted right now. Um, they're addicted to technology. They're addicted to um, uh, these algorithms that are being put into. I mean, even look at, um, I deleted, I don't have Facebook and I had to delete all of this extra social media because they're targeting you. You can't just hop on there and just have nothing but clean feet. I mean, they're always just popping on all these really dirty images and things that burn into our mind and, and start to corrupt our subconscious. Um, they're trying to, well, what they say, programming, right? Television programming. They're telling you a vision to have uh, and they're programming your mind. Um, and so we have to really start asking ourselves, is this from God? Is this serving us or is this an illusion? Um, and that's a big, um, uh, that's a big uh, mission for me right now. And of course I have to set a good example. So while I want a cup of coffee really bad right now, <laughs> I've been craving coffee like crazy. I've been drinking it for, um, well, forever. They call it Christian crack. Um, and, um, and it's really hard getting off coffee, but I realize the way that it manipulates my nervous system and the adenosine chemical reaction that I have in the morning, it's restricting a massive amount of circulation to my brain. Um, so it's so important that if I really want to be the vessel God created me to be, then I have to let go of coffee. Um, and I know the Mormons, they actually consider coffee a sin. So I've actually enjoyed talking to a lot of Mormons and they give me a lot of encouragement. Apparently in the Smithsonian, they say that coffee um, uh, is the root of all sickness and disease. And they had to revise it in the earlier 1900s. I think what they meant was um, sickness and disease comes from up here in our nervous system. So mm. if we have fear, well, that fear is gonna show in our nervous system. If we have anxiety, um, and that's what Jesus said. We are born without the spirit of fear. We're not supposed to be fear afraid of anything. Um, and that is a really big component. And I see it in the Christian church. They're, they're afraid of crystals. They're afraid to, to talk about these conversations. Um, you know, everybody calls me new age and I'm, I'm like, I'm not new age at all. I'm old age. You're old school. Um, yeah. I'm reading the same, uh, I'm reading the same Bible you're reading. <laughs> it's just like, and, and they're like, well, show me crystals in the Bible. And I was like, well, I'll open it up. I'll show you tons of crystals in the Bible. It's written all around it. But we, if you don't understand it, um, it's not something that you just throw in a closet. You got to keep asking questions um, and keep praying about it, and then it comes into uh, it comes into clarity. Um, so yeah, I get I'm get I'm getting really excited about uh, the breakthroughs that we have, and um, and I've I've been literally Tommy pulling my hair out 
trying to figure out the, the, the proper 12 crystals and the order of the crystals. And um, because of the mental block about not looking at the stars, um, then, you know, that takes out the equation of how, how order happens. Um, everything in the planet has to be the way that it is. If the earth was even a mile closer to the sun, that would change everything. Yeah. Like we are exactly the way we're supposed to be. Just like your, you know, our, our temperature of our body, right? The 98.6, um, you know, we want to make sure um, that we're dialed in. And, um, and right now, um, the whole church is terrified of looking into these questions uh, and, 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 um, and even looking into, under, under a microscope. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you can see truth. If I gave you a rotten apple, um, and it was covered in maggots and worms. And I said, Tommy, it's, it's, this is a perfect apple. This is healthy. You would laugh at me. You're like, no, I, I can see with my own eyes. This is not healthy. Um, and so God has given us a conscious. He's given us discernment. Um, and right now, um, there is, there's a lot of truths that are being revealed and it requires a time of a lot of questions and a lot of discernment. So we make sure that we're on course. Hmm. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, um, what was I going to say? How does this, I don't know if you'd be able to talk on it. I certainly don't know anything about it. Does this all tie into just, I guess it sounds like the same vein as like the idea of that the great pyramids were either sending a message or that they're power plants or that they're doing something. Is this kind of along those same lines of just everything we've talked about? Is that kind of in the same field am I, or am I just bullshitting? Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're right on it. The, the pyramids, if you look at the latitude, longitude points, the way that they were built, um, uh, the way that they faced, uh, you know, uh, Abraham, he was the first uh, original download of astrology. And he shared that with the Egyptians. Um, I've been studying uh, a study in Israel right now called Abraham's Well. Um, and so he actually, it was the first brokerage deal with the Philistines to get them to, to back off his well that he dug. He dug the well and they came over and took it over. And then he showed up and he's like, do you really want to mess with me? <laughs> yeah. um, and then of course the, uh, um, the king of that time was like, Abraham, I don't want to mess with you, dude. <laughs> um, so they made this, um, they made this pact. And so um, there was a great understanding um, that has been passed out and you see it in Islam and Muslims and uh, Egyptians. And I mean, it really goes through all cultures uh, and it's fascinating. Um, but there is a lot of scientific um, because nowadays we have satellites, we have a, uh, these these big aerial images and we can see that these pyramids are perfectly lined up with the star Sirius A and B, um, which is, I believe, the brightest star in all of the galaxy. Um, and there's some type of effect that happens through certain times of the year um, that the pyramid affects the water. And there was a man that put that to the test in Illinois. And so if you look up pyramid in Illinois, there's a guy that was obsessed with pyramids. He had a, a big lot of land behind his house. Um, he made a lot of money. And so he built a big pyramid and, um, and he bought um, back in the day. Uh, gold was a lot cheaper, but he bought enough gold to coat the pyramid with gold. And as he coated the pyramid with gold, the pyramid all of a sudden um, started to pull water from the ground. And this water had special ionization properties. And so people to this day go to Illinois 
and they get samples of that water and they think that if they drink it, they'll get healed, just like the, the water in Lourdes, France. Um, and you see that around the pyramids, um, the way that it literally changed the river flows. And you saw it almost like the river came up and it looks like a lot of veins on the map. Um, and I found that really fascinating. Of course, right now the water's drying up around the world. Um, the Euphrates just finished drying up and that was written in the book of Revelations. So there's, I believe, four angels that were that were bound in the Euphrates River. And when the Euphrates River dries up, they're to be released upon the earth. Um, and so that means we're going to see a lot of people um, uh, perishing around the planet. Um, uh, and, and I don't know when it will be, um, but I know the Euphrates is dried up. Um, and that is something that nobody ever thought would happen, which is kind of a wild turn of events. Um, but yes, to answer your question, pyramids are there for a reason. Um, the Romans knew about it. They used it in war. Um, they would choose their battles very wisely. They would march on the ley lines of the earth and just use the electromagnetic fields of the earth to not only march, but dominate um, and in a huge way. It's it's same with fighting. If you have the right stance and you're throwing, if you know how to throw a punch the right way and you know, uh, you basically understand the basics of uh of, uh, of motion, um, you can decimate your, your enemy, even if he's bigger than you. Mm. Um, and that's a kind of a cool thing. I love when people say, um, they like pick me up and then they change their stance and then you can't pick them up anymore. Yeah. And it's for a pretty funny video. Yeah. Um, but this, the same concept, um, uh, we don't understand the, uh, the ley lines of the earth like we used to, um, that knowledge has been hidden because it's also very dangerous, uh, you know, put in, put in the wrong hands or the right hands. Uh, and, uh, we're, we're going to actually have to wrap this one up in a minute, but, um, yep. my cut, my cousin used to do that when he was little and it was the wildest thing. Cause he was like 10 years younger than all of us. And he'd be like, I can make myself heavier. And we'd be like, no, you can't, you idiot. And I vividly remember you'd go and pick him up, you know, whatever, throw him up. He's like a toddler. And then he would just, and it wasn't like he was pushing on the ground or something to where he was actually exerting force. It was like his body just turned to stone. And you, you just—I still don't understand. Like I should, I should understand it. I still have no. But it's, yeah, it's kind of that of, of like work with what already exists. Don't, don't, ex, you know, work smarter, not harder. And there is yeah. that sort of like you can line up. You can, there is like a smoother way. There is like a judo to all of existence. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. And these are all things that. Um, that if we're yeah if we're childlike then then we're curious right the and, and that's the problem people have lost their curiosity they're not asking questions anymore the bigger questions that you ask the bigger answers you get um and so now there's people that have unsubscribed um from everything sponsored by pfizer right you look yeah. at super bowl sponsored by pfizer everything yeah. sponsored by pfizer um and they're starting to see um that this this is an illusion and one of the things that has really excited me is something much, much older than the Bible is the Chinese language. Um, and so the Chinese language goes back, I think, like 3,300 years. So really, really long time. And what's just so cool about the Chinese language is the there's a, a pastor in Mississippi. And this dude is awesome. His name is Pastor Johnny Buckner. And he has been deciphering um, the Chinese language to do this incredible work. Um, and teaching people about um, about the Bible. And so uh, so there's this is the Chinese symbol 
for the word vote. So I don't know if you can see that. Mm -hmm. And so what the Chinese do is they write things out in shapes. And so if they, they want to describe somebody as a person, they just draw literally two legs and um, a stick. And that's a person. If a person's walking, well, then they add a cross on it and it means walking person. Um, and so when you break down um, the Chinese, uh, the calligraphy, and what they actually mean, because it's, it's a combination of a bunch of words. So the word boat, um, well, it means, and I got, I got all the Chinese characters written down here. So the boat uh, means uh, it's a small vessel uh, made out of wood, and then it has the number eight in it. So it mentioned there's eight people, um, and the, the, literally the whole story of the boat describes Noah's Ark, because when the earth was flooded, um, that was the first boat created, and it was eight people that literally survived. Um, and then if you look at the word uh, creation, the word creation, if you break down the calligraphy, it means that uh, a, a person, their life was breathed into their mouth and they came from the dust and the soil. Um, so, so literally, the, it, it describes the same principles as the Bible. And the Bible is written into um, it written to the Chinese language. And my favorite one is righteousness. And so righteousness, if you break that down, the righteousness, the sim it's the symbol for lamb, right? So Jesus, the Passover lamb <laughs> to be purified and clean. And then it also stands for me. Um, so literally to be, uh, it, it's insane. All of these biblical references are all throughout the entire Chinese language. And so this, this pastor, he's going up and he's asking um, people, um, hey, uh, um, do you do you know about Jesus? Uh, do you know about the Bible? Do you know about the history of the Bible, all the stories? Well, in China, they don't teach that. Um, so he goes, well, then can you write the word righteousness for me? Can you write the word creation? Can you write the word boat? And then he goes, can you tell me what all these symbols mean? And they literally, they tell him the story of the Bible through their own language, um, which again, was written way before the Bible. And so um, so now we're starting to really like see the truth and it's right in our faces. It's like literally right there. Um, but we have to, of course, stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, yeah. we, we have to start really meditating and clearing our head um, so that we have room to absorb this new knowledge and this new data. Um, but I'm telling you, this is the, a revival is in the mix right now. And I think that's why the darkness is, is ramping up so much. Mm -hmm. I think that's why we're seeing so much destruction and natural disasters and diversions and wars and rumors of wars. Um, it's all written in revelations because um, the time is now really short um, because if they don't stop us um, from learning our truth and from un un unlocking all these really basic principles, then we're going to become so powerful, we'll become untouchable. Um, and I don't want to say it's like Star Wars and the Jedi, but in some ways it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> if you're packing that much electricity in you, um, I'm telling you, you should be able to fly. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see um, what's next. But um, again, it's all on God's timing. God's never late, but he's never early. He's just right on time. Um, and so you can't, uh, we don't want to push the agenda because then obviously we'll get out of God's uh, design and, and, and his whole plan for us. Um, but I know this is the time to stay awake, focus on the light, um, and focus on getting away from sin. Mm. Um, really, I don't even say cuss words anymore. Um, I used to be Mr. Sailor. Every word was F this, F that. And, um, and I recorded my voice for three months. And I, I, I put all the words that I said in pivot tables, and I got to see how destructive my language is. Um, the word is also a sword. 
and you can cut someone down um, or you can also cut through a lie with words. Um, and so it's very important that we have to separate ourselves from the rest of the world. We're in the world, but not of the world. Um, so it's very important that we we start that process now and, and baby steps and be easy on yourself. Um, we, we, we've been literally uh, pumped full of vaccines when we were born, poisoned um, in our mind through television, through the school system, um, through the air that we breathe, neurotoxins, all the poison in the water. Um, we have been decimated so we have to be really easy on ourselves yeah. and but but we have to start every day just say you know what today is i'm gonna i'm gonna try giving up coffee for today or i'm gonna stop smoking cigarettes or i'm gonna stop drinking alcohol and if you're drinking it seven days a week cut down to three days a week um and then if you can't deal with three days a week then obviously you have a problem and so you need to seek help go find a support group get get in your church and say hey guys um i realize that i can't go a day without drinking um, can somebody help me? Um, and then God will provide. If we say a prayer, God's listening, and he'll give you the support that you need um, to get through this. But you have to show up. You got to show up. Yep. And I'm working on a new technology. Um, I'll show you. It just takes two minutes. You ready? Yeah, sure. Go ready for, for this? it. Go for it. Okay. So I've been working on this for about uh, uh, four years. I started researching uh, Dr. Garnet's work. Um, he's out of uh, Thailand. And this is the, the latest product I was using. It's called the Neurolite. I used to be a pretty insane drug addict. I mean, literally, I was living on Adderall and Oxy, uh, Oxycontin and Norcos. And, um, and so this is a specific light. And you can see there's nine lights on it. And you wear it on your head like a headband. Mm -hmm. And it's called the Neurovisor. And over the past four years, it has changed my life and, uh, and hundreds of my friends. In fact, Boz has a couple of them as well. So I sent it to the whole that whole group um, because it, it, people that have been um, sex trafficked or have gone through horrible traumas, um, they have PTSD. Mm -hmm. And you can't heal if you're in fight or flight response. And so Socrates, if we go way back in time, uh, he was a pretty famous guy in, in, in the, big, the world of, of Greece and philosophers. He noticed a boy that had um, epilepsy. And so he had these epileptic episodes. And the son was really causing um, reactions to his episodes. And so he took a wagon wheel and he put it up in front of the sunlight and he started to spin that wheel. Now, our brain right now, you and me are talking in theta. When we meditate, we drop down between 8 to 13 hertz. That's alpha waves. Well, right below alpha waves is theta state. And so uh, you, there's a term that's going around like wildfire right now, which is called theta healing. And so when he got that wagon well to a perfect seven hertz, it put that boy into a theta healing state and his issues went away. Mm -hmm. And so when that wagon well was spinning and that light was flickering on him at that perfect seven hertz, there was a massive physiological change to him. And also same with sleep. So if lights spin at a certain direction, it down regulates you. If they spin at the other direction, it upregulates you. It's like the difference between acid and alkalinity. Yeah. Um, and so, so this device, um, I have been writing a, I'm doing recording. So last week I was in the studio all week, um, and I was working on um, what they call neuro prayers. And so I am looking for someone, and maybe somebody on the podcast will reach out for somebody that can actually sing in Aramaic, which is the language Jesus spoke. And so when you wear the headset, you're literally getting um, prayers, you're getting beautiful music that is working with your heart rate variability 
and the lights are taking you out of PTSD or flight or flight response. And I've tested on several um, battle, uh, battle hard uh, Marines. One had two purple, purple stars. And so purple stars where you survive combat, he got a headshot and the bullet ricocheted around and he still got up and finished the mission, even though he got shot in the head. Jeez. And then he earned another purple star from another crazy thing. And he said, I can't, I can't close my eyes and relax and sleep. I put this light on him, knocked him right out. Um, and it was so cool. So, um, so I'm working on that right now. So people that are feel like they're losing hope and, and all they, all they can have is, is painkillers and sleeping medication and anti-anxiety. Well, now we can actually get rid of all the drugs and replace it with light and prayers. Um, so if you're interested, uh, Tommy, uh, when we're done with this call, I'll, I'll mail one out to you. I would sure. love for you to actually try it because, right. um, I think, I'm I think game. you'll, you'll sleep better than you've ever slept in your life. Um, and it's a, it's a tool for our future, for the Patriots and for God's kingdom. Um, and if you could, um, uh, bu, 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 bu. do you have an email where people can, um, if there's someone that can sing in Aramaic, do you have like an email address or, or any where people can just contact you or, yeah, know, yeah, or, yeah. or contact or comment. And then I don't know, you could sure. check the comments or. Yeah. yeah. So my, my website is just dash hope.com. And, um, and we can put that in the comments as well. So yeah, just J U S T dash hope.com. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can read about me. You can read about, um, I have a big Christian nonprofit and, uh, and a big research center. Um, and so there's eight of us and we are literally working around the clock to, to make the world a better place. Doing God's work, Justin. And I always love chatting with you, man. It always, uh, I always like being able to kind of keep my mind open and uh, it's. I feel like you you provide a very safe space for me to just kind of toy with my thoughts, and that's uh, that's a you have a unique ability to do that, and I think it's because you're a good. There's a reason I keep having you on. It's because I mean, at the core of it all is you you've got good vibes. I genuinely just like talking to you. I, I like it. It's some podcasts are work. This is one where I get it, and I'm like, oh yeah, we're getting in the jacuzzi, going to hang out with Justin. Just like <laughs> let's we're gonna talk about stars, and it's gonna how does Mars? Yeah. Uh, I love it, man. I, I genuinely love it. Um, text me so I don't forget, and I will uh, give you my address. Um, yeah, and if somebody can sing in Aramaic, comment, or go to the website, uh, Just Hope, Just Dash Hope. And um, yeah, till next time, brother. Awesome. All right. God bless you and all of our listeners. Till right. next time, help me. Love you, brother. Take care. Love you too. God bless Recording everybody. Stay stopped. safe. Peace.